Hey, what's going on? It's Anthony Dean, and you're listening to Change the Game Podcast for Wednesday, February 19th, 2020. What's going on? How are you guys? Last episode, we had the top 10 movies of the decade, and I know this episode was supposed to come out a little bit earlier, but life happens. I'm getting it out right now, uh, right before, the day before I Actually, I head out to Las Vegas, Nevada for the Deontay Wilder-Tyson Fury fight. And, of course, I will be doing the live podcast from there. That is going to be the next episode uploaded on Friday. But for this one, this is NBA. It was All-Star Weekend this past weekend right here in the beautiful city of Chicago, Illinois. The best city on the planet And boy, did they do a tremendous job hosting All-Star Weekend. It all started on Thursday uh, with the live tapings of First Take and The Jump ESPN, two of ESPN's flagship shows. And that's right. I was actually at both of these live shows. I went to First Take and The Jump. um, And what an experience both of those shows were. I got to meet. I got to talk to Max Kellerman for a little bit, chop it up with boxing. Got to tell him that Deontay Wilder is going to win that fight. And he said, maybe. Remember, Tyson Fury's got that cut in his eye. So that was pretty awesome. Got to take a picture with him. Got to take a picture with Molly. Got to shout out Max as well. I told him Max and Marcellus was the best show. And he turned around, he smiled, he said, that's right, brother. So that was a pretty cool moment as well for me because Max and Marcellus was really my favorite radio show uh, that's really why I wanted to get into radio and like podcasting. That's really why I'm, he's probably one of the main reasons why I'm doing this today. So it was awesome to get to talk to him. I hope to get to have another little mini conversation with him. I'm going to first take on Friday live from Las Vegas. Uh, but that was amazing. I got to fist bump Stephen A. Stephen A was, of course, he was hilarious as usual. And then the jump, I mean, all the NBA legends that I was able to meet and get pictures with was incredible. Scottie Pippen, I got to dap him up. I got to take a picture with Scottie Pippen. I got to take a picture with Paul Pierce and dap him up. I mean, I just couldn't believe it. And then, uh, so Dwayne Wade and Tracy McGrady were on the jump at the end of the episode. And, and they're walking off. And Wade barely took pictures with anybody. Uh, he did sign uh, the dude who was there, big D. Wade fan. He did sign. His jersey, uh, which I was very happy about and everybody else was happy because that was like, for how Kobe was to me, that was how D-Wade was to this guy. So that was pretty cool. That was a cool moment. But Tracy McGrady, who if you know me, you know that other than Kobe, my favorite NBA players were Tracy McGrady and Allen Iverson. Those were my guys. Kobe, AI, and T-Mac, those were my three guys bar none, especially when Shaq got traded away from the Lakers, those three guys over everybody. And then I also love Vince Carter. He was fourth, but I, Tracy McGrady is walking and I'm like, Hey, T-Mac, can I, can I get a picture? And he turns around and think he was going to do it, but he leans in and I couldn't believe it. I got to snap a picture with Tracy McGrady. I mean, just absolutely unbelievable weekend. I still can't believe that I was able to do that. It was all free. I just took the train down there. It was terrible weather, so I didn't want to drive all the way down there. just took the train. All I had to pay for is my train fare and and taxi to get there and and then the bus fare to get back to Union Station. 
wow, I mean, I just had a blast there. It was a once-in-a-lifetime experience. I can't wait to go back to first take on Friday in Vegas. But, man, oh, man, listen, if you ever have first take in your town, if they're ever there for a live show and you love that show, you love meeting athletes, like, try to make it out there, you know. You just get there really early. All those people are super nice, like like Molly Karam, like how nice was she? She took a picture with everybody. She said, don't worry, guys, because, you know, people are trying to cut each other and everything. She said, don't worry, guys, I'm taking a picture with everybody, and she did, and I was like, wow, that's respect. Molly, so Molly Karam is most definitely for the people. Remember that, guys. Molly Karam is for the people, and, man, I got to take a picture with Sylvie from Waddle and Sylvie. I mean, another show, I've been listening to that for over 10 years. Got to chop it up about sports with them for a little bit. I mean, just, I can't tell you how blown away I was by the weekend that I had, the incredible experience that I had on Thursday. Uh, Didn't get to go to the performance on Saturday night like I thought I was. Plans kind of fell through, unfortunately, but won't get into why. It's it's all good. Not mad, of course, because I am going to Las Vegas tomorrow, so I shouldn't really be complaining about anything, you know, and... I'm just very appreciative that I was able to do that. And then I got to watch Friday with the celebrity game, Stephen A. Smith versus Mike Wilbon. Mike Wilbon's team really putting the beat down on Stephen A. Stephen A. getting teed up. How funny was that? My man Common with the MVP wearing that 2-5 for Benji. That was awesome. That was absolutely awesome. You know anything about Chicago basketball, you know the story of Benji. If you don't know that story, I suggest that you check out the 30 for 30. A beautiful story about a a kid who would have been one of the greatest basketball players of all time, and he was unfortunately killed uh, from the south side of Chicago, went to Simeon High School. That's why Derrick Rose wore 25 at Simeon when he went there. Uh, So Common doing Benji proud by winning MVP of the Celebrity Game. You had the Rising Stars competition, which USA was able to win in dominant fashion. It was all, I mean, I think the USA World game, there were two big highlights, Luka hitting the half-court shot, and then, of course, the awesome alley-oop from John Morant to Zion Williamson. John Morant throws it between the legs, and Zion throws it down. Zion messed up the rim dunking so hard, but man, that was really cool. Great Friday night. And then you move on to Saturday night. Uh, Bam winning the skills challenge. Uh, really good skills challenge. Miami Heat were not done, though, as the dunk contest would show. But how about the three-point contest? Unfortunately, Zach Levine couldn't get to the finals. Was pulling for him as he's the Chicago Bull in the competition. But, boy, Buddy Heald winning that competition for Kobe. Coming through at the end, he needed to hit four out of five of his last rack, and he did. He needed to hit that last ball to win it, and he smacked it to win the competition. Edging out Devin Booker. Great, great, great three-point contest. Uh, Really awesome finish to the contest, I would say. And then you had a slam dunk contest that was absolutely tremendous. It turned into a Derrick Jones Jr., and Aaron Gordon face off and Eric Gore Aaron sorry Aaron Gordon may have been robbed of that dunk contest but still all in all a great great competition uh, if you watch the roast uh, later that night on TNT that was really funny they roasted the TNT guys and all the roasties obviously got roasted it was a typical Jeff Ross Comedy Central style roast that was pretty funny Moving on to Sunday then, you had the All-Star game. It all started off with a beautiful introduction 
of the city of Chicago. Michael Jordan was in it. Barack Obama, everybody was in it. What a great intro. Common did the player intros and had the Kobe intro. And how about Jennifer Hudson? Boy, she sang her heart out. What a tribute to Kobe and Gigi and the rest of the lives lost in that terrible tragedy. Uh, man, beautiful performance by Jennifer Hudson. And Chance did a beautiful job at the half as well. And how about, should Common just do the intros every year for the player intros? I, I think maybe. He did a fantastic job. What a great All-Star game. I mean, I've been waiting my whole life for the All-Star game to come to the Windy City. And then you had the All-Star game itself, which looked like there was defense, then there was no defense, and it looked like, but still, a really cool format. You had $100,000 going out to each charity. The third quarter tied. Uh, each team won one quarter, and then the fourth quarter was absolutely phenomenal. What a great format. We saw defense finally being played in the All-Star game for the first time in years. I mean, I just couldn't believe how great this All-Star game was. I was just blown away with the defense being played. You see, when the best players in the world actually try on defense, it's really hard to score. That's what I wanted to see. I love basketball when it's when it's chippy like that. Like I said, if you guys know me, you know, obviously I'm a Lakers fan and Kobe fan, so I'm biased, but my favorite NBA game of all time by far is the 2010 NBA Finals Game 7, one of the ugliest games in terms of offensive performance. Nobody shot the ball well that day, but, you know, the only person they talk about that is Kobe. Of course, oh, Kobe shot bad that day you know everybody shot bad that day though and that that's a fact Paul Gasol shot terribly Paul Pierce Kevin Garnett all those guys shot horribly from the field that day uh, if they shot the ball a lot at least you know but what a great all-star game I mean I I felt like there was no better way to do this uh very first intro NBA podcast than to just quickly recap the whole weekend of course and now what I want to do is, what I'm going to do in this podcast is I'm going to do my top five slam dunk contests of all time and also my top five all-star games of all time. Now, let me preface this by saying this is just my list. Both of these are my lists. So if you disagree with them, it's all right. No need to be mad about it or be mean about it. We disagree. It's okay. The thing is, this is not like a fact list this is my opinion and the dunk contest specifically it's more my favorite you know maybe one dunk contest had better dunks in it but maybe i'm being a little biased that's just a fact that's that's how we're gonna do it here so i suppose that we will start off with the slam dunk contest because the dunk contest comes before the all-star game uh, so coming in at number five, and honestly, the difference between number five and number four through one is actually really great. Number five is a little lower. Uh, it was very hard for me to pick between two different dunk contests. Uh, the first one I thought about putting on there was the 2003 dunk contest with Jason Richardson uh, just doing some incredible dunks. I used to love watching Jason Richardson throw down, but it just misses out to the 2009 dunk contest. And that's what I have coming in at number five, Nate Robinson versus Dwight Howard. This was a great, great dunk contest. I thought Dwight Howard had it one for sure. He pulled out the Superman cape for the second year in a row. It looked like it was over, but Nate Robinson came out with the green Knicks uniform, the shoes, the sleeve, and the ball. He came out with kryptonite. 
dunked over Dwight Howard and stole the dunk contest right out from under Superman Dwight Howard. Uh, Shaq might not like that I called him Superman, but Nate Robinson and Kryptonite defeats the alleged Superman. And that was a really fun dunk contest. This was also famous for being the dunk contest that LeBron James said, I am preliminarily entering my name into the slam dunk contest for 2010. Of course, he never did it. I remember they asked Kobe about it. He said, well, I think Shannon Brown would beat him. And I was like, true. (laughs) But like I said, there's a big difference between number five and then the four through one. And actually coming in at number four, I know this is going to seem really low, but the classic 2016 dunk contest, the revitalized dunk contest, Zach Levine versus Aaron Gordon, where the first time Aaron Gordon got robbed and Listen, I was happy Levine won because I had bets on Levine, uh, bet on Levine, but man, Aaron Gordon definitely got robbed. That dunk where he took it from the mascot and put it under his legs, and oh man, and then he had the hoverboard one. Oh my God. And, and Levine did a great job too. He was fantastic, but this one for sure, Aaron Gordon won that dunk contest, in my opinion. Uh, no doubt about it to me. So. That was very, very upsetting for him, and it was, you know, like I said, he he gets robbed again in 2020, and of course, we're going to talk about the 2020 dunk contest in a second, but man, oh man, poor Aaron Gordon getting robbed in 2016. Zach Levine gets the win in that one. Zach Levine now a bull, but he was a Timberwolf at the time, Timberwolf, I guess, but man, just what a great, great dunk contest. I remember watching it, not really think, expecting it to be a, a classic the way it was, and it turned into a dunk contest that really revitalized the dunk contest, if not the dunk contest only to die, you know, a couple years later. Really, it isn't, there hasn't been any good dunk contest since this past weekend, let's be honest, uh, since the 2016 one, to be honest with you. But obviously coming in at number three, and this is going to be controversial as well as the 2020 dunk contest. Um, Listen, I love this dunk contest a lot. It had a lot of great dunks. Aaron Gordon versus Derrick Jones Jr. Just an absolutely fantastic dunk contest. My personal favorite moment of the contest, of course, was the Kobe tribute by Dwight Howard where he had the Superman he ripped off the logo and he revealed the 24. He had the ball, the black ball, the snakeskin ball with Kobe Bryant's signature on it. Absolutely fantastic. It's heartbreaking to know that that was, that was the plan. He was going to do it with Kobe. That was his plan. He was going to show him the 24 on the Superman. Kobe dunked over him. And let, let's be honest, Aaron Gordon straight got robbed. It may have even been worse. I think both of these guys deserve trophies, but come on. The finish to that was unbelievable. Dunking over 7'5 Taco Fall. Taco Fall said he wasn't even planned. He said he was scared for his life. And now, both Chicago dunk contests, the winner arguably was robbed. Aaron Gordon and Dominique Wilkins. Aaron Gordon's been robbed twice. Arguably the three greatest dunk contests of all time. The true winner was not crowned that night. Uh, That's just amazing to think about uh, to me. And man, 
What a great dunk contest, though, this one was. Derek Jones Jr. pulled off some incredible dunks as well, showing off his athleticism, showing why that stupid game of my team that I played when this guy just kept dunking with Derek Jones Jr. And I'm like, what the heck? How does this dude keep dunking? And I saw he's in the dunk contest. I was like, all right, he better do something special. And he really put on a show. So that was that was awesome. Both performances were awesome. Aaron Gordon had some unbelievable dunks. I don't think the Taco Fall one was the... The best dunk, the best dunk was Aaron Gordon's 360 rock the cradle. No doubt about it. That was awesome. Uh, obviously, Derek Jones Jr.'s off the backboard between the legs, scissor kicks, and jumping over the dude, dunking it with authority, by the way. That was awesome. Those were two of maybe the five best dunks I've ever seen in a dunk contest. So, man, you, you really can't complain at all about this dunk contest. Just an absolutely fantastic fantastic dunk contest oh man just just a total pleasure to watch this one for sure but coming in at number two is the other dunk contest from chicago that's right the all-time classic 1988 slam dunk contest michael jordan against dominique wilkins and of course yes i do believe that dominique wilkins was robbed in this dunk contest let me get that out of the way right away to start. Dominique Wilkins was robbed in this one. Uh, this is arguably the best field ever. So this is one of two dunk contests where I'm actually going to mention the entire field. You had five competitors. Michael Jordan, Dominique Wilkins, Spud Webb, Clyde Drexler, and Jerome Kersey. Obviously, Kersey is really not a well-known name, but... You have Jordan, Dominique, Spud Webb, and Clyde Drexler in the same dunk contest. That is awesome, but it turned into Michael Jordan versus Dominique Wilkins, and Michael Jordan wins the dunk contest. Um, remember, Dominique's last dunk, they give him a 48, which Chicago, the judges, want Jordan to win. All he needed to do was get a 49 to win the contest. He has the come fly with me jam everybody's seen that picture of michael jordan in the air i have a shirt of it uh a jordan shirt it's when they released the uh the free throw line threes and i have that t-shirt i didn't get the free throw line threes i got the black cement threes because the black cement threes are the best threes uh don't at me that's a fact sorry i only speak facts here on change the game but Michael Jordan wins the contest with the free throw line jam. They gave him a 50. They gave Jordan a 50. He defends his slam dunk championship. Poor Dominique Wilkins. He was awesome in that dunk contest. These were dunks that you just never saw before. One thing about Michael Jordan, though, is how he just was able to glide through the side the way he would, dunking from the side. We've never seen anybody really do it like that. That is unbelievable what Michael Jordan was able to do. He was just poetry in motion. Absolutely phenomenal. That being said, that is not the best dunk contest of all time. Because coming in at number one, in my opinion, of course, is the 2000 Slam Dunk Contest. Jerry Stackhouse, Steve Francis, Tracy McGrady, and of course, McGrady's cousin, the man, the myth, the legend, Vince Carter. What a jaw-dropping performance Vince Carter put on display. 
I mean, he started off with the ridiculous 360 windmill flush, and it was just so smooth. Everybody was just stunned at what Vince Carter did. You have the classic Kevin Garnett getting out of his seat shack with his mouth wide open holding that old school video camera. You had the modified version of J.R. Ryder's uh, East Bay Funk Dunk with assistant by then his teammate and cousin, Tracy McGrady. Uh, my two boys out there doing work. But, I mean, I just love this dunk contest. You know, you had I, – I was a big Steve Francis fan back in the day too. Of course, McGrady, Jerry Stackhouse, North Carolina. I'm a North Carolina fan, so I liked him too. But Tracy McGrady and Vince Carter, and Vince Carter just put on a show. Even though I like McGrady as a player more, like Vince Carter was just unbelievable. And then, of course, you have the honey dip dunk, which was just so amazing back then putting his arm in the rim and obviously after his final duck in the first round you remember he waved his hands in front of his chest in the classic it's over motion because it was over it was Vince Sanity Vince Sanity had arrived the best dunker of all time and that's why I think this is the best dunk contest of all time you had a loaded field Jerry Stackhouse Steve Francis Tracy McGrady and Vince Carter, all legendary dunkers, but you had the best dunker of all time just putting on an absolute show. And honestly, unlike 2016, 2020, and 1988, the right champion was crowned. As much as I love Tracy McGrady, the equivalent of what happened in those three would probably be like McGrady winning the 2000, except not really because 1988, 2020, and 2016 were all duels per se. Zach Levine, Aaron Gordon. Derek Jones Jr., Aaron Gordon, Dominique Wilkins, Michael Jordan. This time it was Vince Carter. As McGrady had some great dunks in that dunk contest as well, but Vince Carter stole the show. He was unbelievable in that. And just what a great performance by Vince Carter. Awesome dunk contest. My personal favorite and best slam dunk contest of all time. And then so the other list I wanted to do, was my top five all-star games of all time. Now, I know I said before I was going to do my top 10 dunk contests of all time, but I was thinking about it, and I'm like, no, you know what? I'm just going to do top five dunk contests and top five all-star games uh, because that all-star game was so fantastic, and I wanted to see where that one ranked as well. So I have 2020 dunk contest in third. The 2020 all-star game is easily in the top five all-star games. Where does it rank? You'll find out right now. So coming in at number five, I have the 2006 NBA All-Star Game from Houston. What a great game this was. The East winning 122-120. to LeBron James winning his first All-Star Game MVP at the time, becoming the youngest player to ever win All-Star MVP. Uh, the East were trailing by 21 in this game, and they came back in tremendous fashion, similar to the 2001 All-Star Game. Um... Kobe Bryant, though, had definitely the moment of the game. They are down. The West is down by two. They've blown the lead, and Kobe goes between the legs through two defenders and with a hand in his face smacks a fadeaway jumper to tie the game with about 30-some seconds left. Unbelievable shot from Kobe. Uh, like I think Steve Kerr said, he's like, just like they planned, just like they planned, just like the West planned. Uh, Kobe Bryant showing why he is the GOAT, of course. Uh, just unbelievable, but Dwayne Wade is able to hit a layup with 16 seconds, and 
Wade, who had 20 points, gets that game-winning layup. Uh, McGrady of the home team, Houston Rockets, led all players with 36 points. East gets that win. Great all-star game. I remember watching this. I was upset because the West didn't win. I root for Kobe, of course. Kobe made the best play of the game to me, though. Not even close. Uh, great, great all-star game. You know, and that slightly edges out the classic 2010 All-Star game from Dallas. So Dallas versus Houston for the battle of the number five spot. Houston beats Dallas as Houston the better city. I don't know about that one, but they had the better All-Star game from 2006 versus 2010. As great as 2010's was. That was a great, great All-Star game as well. Coming in at number four, 1988. So Michael Jordan in 1988 won the slam dunk contest. The All-Star Game MVP, the MVP, and the Defensive Player of the Year. I mean, that that's like maybe the, the best season of all time. I mean, that's unbelievable. He had a game-high 40 points. The Pistons were not able to ice out Michael Jordan, as they had done in some previous games. There was an All-Star Game where Michael Jordan only had 11 points because Bill Lambeer and Isaiah Thomas made a plan to uh, exclude Michael Jordan and make sure you didn't get off. But this game was in Chicago Stadium. Michael Jordan was unbelievable. Of course, you had Jordan and Dominique Wilkins. You had Larry Bird, Danny Ainge, Kevin McHale, Patrick Ewing, Charles Barkley, Moses Malone, Isaiah Thomas, Doc Rivers even was on that team. Meanwhile, out west, you had Magic Johnson, Clyde Drexler, Carl Malone, Akeem Olajuwon, James Worthy, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, Alex English, Xavier McDonald, Mark Aguirre, I mean, unbelievable stuff right there. And the East gets the win, 138-133. to 133. Great, great all-star game. Michael Jordan dominant in this one, 40 points. Unbelievable performance. That one comes in at number four, and Chicago just knows how to put on all-star games. The 2020 dunk contest, the 1988 dunk contest, the 1988 all-star game, and the 2020 All-Star Game, all in the top five of the respective list. So Chicago, like I said, best city on the planet, no doubt about it. They know how to put on a great All-Star weekend. But coming in at number three is the classic 2001 All-Star Game from Washington, D.C. Allen Iverson was named the game's MVP in the East's 111-110 victory Allen Iverson won the MVP of the All-Star Game and the regular season MVP in the same season. The East trailed 95-74 to with nine minutes left in the fourth quarter after the West just absolutely dominated the first 39 minutes of this game behind, of course, the superior size. Stephon Marbury also helped out the East in this big comeback. He had two big threes in the final 53 seconds. He hit the one with 28 seconds left, which proved to be the game winner. Kobe Bryant in this game scored the most for the West, but Allen Iverson, of course, was the MVP. He had 25 points. He had 15 points in the final nine minutes of the game, and Allen Iverson just showed greatest pound-for-pound player of all time. He's the GOAT pound-for-pound, and boy, he really proved it on this stage with the NBA's best uh Bryant could have taken the last shot. Instead, he passed it to Tim Duncan, and Duncan missed it. So Kobe actually made the right play. Kobe probably should have shot the ball, so I should rip him for that. But, hey, sometimes it happens. Um, You know, speaking of Kobe, I just wanted to shout out Kobe Bryant because 
LeBron James never did a dunk dunk contest. Kobe Bryant did one his rookie year, and he won it. Kobe Bryant flexed on him. He had the cockiness. It was rookie Kobe. It was young, 18-year-old kid winning a dunk contest. Just had to shout out Kobe for that. I don't remember if I talked about that in the Kobe podcast, but I had to shout him out for winning that dunk contest as well. Kobe Bryant is the GOAT, and he did that dunk contest, so... I don't know. I just feel like LeBron should have done one dunk contest. That's just me. I know it, it passed once he got like five or six years down the road, but he should have done the 2010 dunk contest. They would have get. They'll give LeBron even if he does one now. They'll give him the championship. It doesn't matter. LeBron will win it. Like wh- why don't you do it, man? Just do it. But it's all good because coming in at number two is the classic 2020 all-star game what a great all-star game no i don't think this is the best all-star game of all time we'll get into number one in a second but boy this is a close close second the defense that was played down the stretch was unbelievable team lebron beats team Giannis 157 to 155 Kawhi leonard is your mvp 30 points 11 of 18 from the field 8 of 14 from three seven rebounds four assists and two steals unbelievable job by him I and mean, you saw Giannis just take over that second quarter he had 25 points 11 boards four assists a steal and three blocks Giannis d'ing up LeBron how about Kyle Lowry taking charges how about Chris Paul with the defense down the stretch how about Chris Paul catching a lob from Russell Westbrook 23 points for Chris Paul eight of a, eight of 13 from the field seven for 11 from three seven 11 for Chris Paul from three two boards six assists Chris Paul was great. He was unbelievable. He had the highest plus minus out of anybody uh, in the entire game, actually. Brandon Ingram was second with plus 10, but he really barely played. He only played nine minutes, had two points, one of four from the field. Wish Brandon Ingram could have got more tick, but he's young. Makes sense. What a great performance, though, from Kawhi Leonard. And really, Chris Paul was unbelievable. I would have loved to see Chris Paul win that MVP I wish he could have scored a little more. Uh, obviously, I wanted Anthony Davis to win the MVP. Uh, you know what was really funny about this All-Star weekend also was the fire Garpax chance on first take on Friday. How hilarious was that? And we did it as a crowd on Thursday, but, man, they went crazy when Zach Levine was there and they just started yelling it out. They had to Stephen A. And Max had to tell him to quiet down. That was great. And the hashtag fire Garpax was the number one trend on Twitter during the All-Star game. And I guess the Bulls are looking for new management, which is good. But, man, back to the All-Star game. Just a great, great game. Great defense played down the stretch. I just love this All-Star game. I was really shocked with how much defense they played. The spirit of Kobe was alive and well in this year's All-Star game. And that's really just what I wanted to see out of these players is them to play hard. And that was just, it was beautiful, beautiful thing to watch. But... Coming in at number one, and this one, to be quite frank with you, this isn't hard for me at all. This is honestly really no contest as great as 2020 was. To me, the best All-Star game of all time isn't even a competition. It is the 2003 All-Star game, the only All-Star game to go to double overtime. You had everything. This was Michael Jordan's Final All-Star game of his career. He wasn't voted in as a starter. Allen Iverson and McGrady were the starting guards. They didn't want to give up their spot. Vince Carter was voted as the starting small forward. He gave up his spot to Michael Jordan, who, of course, was a wizard at that time. 
and Vince Carter, the fellow North Carolina Tar Heel, did give up his spot. Stealing the show in this one, though, was Kevin Garnett, winning MVP, 37 points, 9 boards, 5 steals. Allen Iverson led the East with 35 points. But honestly, the moment, this is the last NBA All-Star game, by the way, to be decided in overtime. And man, what a absolutely fantastic finish we had especially in the first overtime by the way mariah carey went crazy in her celebratory of the career of michael jordan remember the wizards dress jersey that was pretty spectacular but she tore the house down in the halftime show and you know like i said that wizards dress jersey was that was one of a kind we'll never see anything like that again but like I said, Vince Carter relinquished that starting spot to Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan and Kobe Bryant were back and forth, playfully jawing at each other. Michael remembers saying, hey, you only got three now. I got six. Remember that, <laughs> Kobe. I know you ain't talking. That was awesome. 4.8 seconds to go. Michael Jordan hits the pad and Jordan fadeaway. Looks like Michael Jordan's going to get his last All-Star game. He's going to send him out. With a bang, getting the game winner in overtime. But who stops that from happening? Oh, that's right. The GOAT. Kobe Bryant shows his GOATness in him. The GOAT gene that he had. The man who would take over Michael Jordan's reign as GOAT. At the time, Jordan was the GOAT. But Kobe was coming and he went for the three. Jermaine O'Neal fouls him. Goes to the line. Actually only makes two of the three free throws. Game goes to the second overtime where the West is able to pull it away. Kevin Garnett and the company just dominating. But Kobe Bryant ruining Michael Jordan's moment. Kind of like Michael Jordan's final game against Kobe Bryant. Like Shannon Sharp said, Kobe dropped 55 on him. Said, take that with you to retirement. Kobe Bryant, the ultimate killer, the ultimate assassin, Mamba mentality. Never failed to ruin one of Michael Jordan's great moments. Just th That's the GOAT right there. But yeah, like I said, the 2003 All-Star Game is, my opinion, it's not even close. It's not like the dunk contest. 2003 is the pinnacle of All-Star Games. It's the best. 2020, a it, it, not a close second, but it is second. But the 2003 All-Star Game, for sure, in Atlanta, best All-Star Game of all time, no question. But, unfortunately, that is all the time we're going to have for you at Change the Game. And now, yes, the wait is over. This is the final episode before the Las Vegas special because the wait is over. Deontay Wilder and Tyson Fury, they're going to get it on on Saturday. And Friday, we got the weigh-in. We got first take. We got Max on boxing. And, of course, we have Change the Game live from Las Vegas. Viva Las Vegas! We are all set to go to Las Vegas. I am pumped. I know every boxing fan out there is super excited. This is going to be the fight of the decade. This might be the fight of my lifetime. I cannot wait. Biggest heavyweight fight since Mike Tyson was in his prime. That is a fact right now. And boy, oh boy, this is going to be an all-time classic. We are all set to go. Join us on Friday. It will be uploaded Spotify, iTunes, and again, Thank you so much for listening. Uh, check us out. If you're friends with me on Instagram, or if you follow me on Instagram, you're friends with me on Facebook, you know, you follow me on Snapchat, there's going to be content that I'm posting live from Las Vegas. So check out my social medias. 
uh, Twitter as well. I'll be posting content on there. So I'm going to be active, active, active. We're going to be live from Las Vegas. I am so excited, and I hope you guys are ready for this fight because I know I am. So thank you so much for joining us, and be sure to check out Change the Game live from Las Vegas. Deontay Wilder, Tyson Fury. See you then.